Hello, welcome back to our podcast, 20-something. My name's Marlena. I'm Danny. And this is our 10th episode. Yeah. Season finale. (laughs) Season finale of uh, season one. Season one. And we're really excited. We have a great topic. We are are wrapping it up. Um, What, Danny, introduce the topic today. So we are going to discuss the article that uh, everyone's been talking about. Yeah, that made Uh, waves. Yeah, it is from BuzzFeed News. And the article is How Millennials Became the Burnout Generation. Um, Yeah, and it was written by Anne Helen Peterson. So thanks for the uh, topic, uh, Anne. I know. Yeah. And for also, like, truly starting a conversation. And, like, with different perspectives and point of views and all of that. So that is pretty impressive Mm -hmm. um, on her part. Yeah, absolutely. Just for bringing light to it. Yeah. So anyways, so now that we have introduced that Mm -hmm. maybe we can how would you describe the article to someone like what would be your like (laughs) or okay (laughs) danny gave the signal i'll i'll uh, i'll I'll how would you describe this article don't worry i mean i read it i've read it several times now i wanted to print it out processing i wanted to print it out and it was going to be 14 pages and i was like i will not print this out and so i briefly skimmed it again it is a hefty article yeah but um, how I would describe it in a sentence or two mm-hmm. is it's this woman wondering why she couldn't, like, do the simplest of smallest tasks. Mm-hmm. Was it because, like so many believe millennials to be, was it because she is actually lazy? Lazy, and in fact, entitled, all these words being thrown at us. Exactly. Yeah. All the things that, all the ways that people would mm-hmm. describe millennials. And people meaning older people. Yeah. <laughs> and, or even ourselves. But, and so she says that she's like, no, in fact, it's not because I'm lazy. It's actually the complete opposite of that. I can't mm-hmm. do all these small, simple tasks because I am working all the time mm-hmm. because I have optimized myself to work all the time and get as much done as possible. And if I'm not working, then I'm relaxing so I can become a better worker. Yeah. And so then if these, these small tasks are impossible to do because they are on they I don't see them as like benefiting me in the same way that my other work would. Mm-hmm. And she she goes into a lot of like explanations how like social media plays into this yes. and how like lots of studies have shown, you know, that um millennials work more hours and all mm-hmm. this stuff and um and she she describes like the reason why she couldn't do all of the all these small tasks was because she had burnout. Mm-hmm. And she describes burnout or uh, the way that she introduces it to us is she says Burnout and the behaviors and weight that accompany it aren't in fact something we can cure by going on vacation. It's not limited to workers in acutely high-stress environments, and it's not a temporary affliction. It's the millennial condition. It's our base temperature. It's our background music. It's the way things are. It's our lives. Hmm. <laughs> so. What a hmm. What a hmm. Uh, Danny's skeptical. No, I think that was so well said well put uh your uh summary (laughs) to clarify um so moving forward do you feel burned out um i do not currently feel burned out i think i have felt burnt out before Mm -hmm. and by burnt out i would say like anxious and stressed about like my future yeah and like how i will be able to get things done and accomplish the goals that I want to get done. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of things in this article that really resonated with me. And I think yeah. that 
Um, and we have talked about this, like, mm-hmm. I think why some of these things resonated with me is because I clearly, like, come from a similar background um, as, like, the writer where it's, like, I'm, like, mm-hmm. middle-class white late woman who, like, yeah. went to, like, an elite, or I assume she went to an elite university, but, like, went to an elite university in four years mm-hmm. and, like, very kind of, like, tra- or not traditional, but, like, mainstream, yeah. upper elite white, like, yeah. experience. And so I, and I totally have, like, not now, but I totally have Mm -hmm. had small things on my to-do list and had these big to-do lists and then just, like, never got around to them. Or, like, kind of what she says where it's, like, I'll mark my emails as unread and, Mm -hmm. like, leave that as, like, a to-do list. And, like, so a lot of what she talked about, I totally felt that. Okay. Um, And, yeah, and I, like, I want to put this other quote out there. Sure, put it out. Okay, because she was, like, she was talking about how... It's like this millennial rearing project about how we're brought up as kids to, Mm -hmm. to be, to be working all the time and to be striving for these goals. And she says that, um, like the expectations, she was talking about how she was, uh, working and talking to college students Mm -hmm. and about how, about their career uh, trajectory and how they wanted to get a job immediately after college. Mm -hmm. And like, that was for sure when I was graduating, Yeah, that was like, and I think that might be the university I went to because I don't remember my sisters who like, they graduated, you know, six years before me. I don't remember it being as, as big of a thing, but, um, she says these students were convinced that their first job out of college would determine their career trajectory, but Mm -hmm. also their intrinsic value for the rest of their lives. And then she was saying how she told a student, like, it's like, oh, why don't you just go move somewhere, get any job? And then uh, she and then the student responds, mm-hmm. but what will I tell my parents? Yeah. I want a cool job I'm passionate about. My mom is so supportive. So I don't really feel that whole, like, yeah. letting her down. But the whole, like, oh, I want a job that I'm really passionate mm-hmm. about, whether that's, like, these are the examples in the article, yeah. a professional sports player or a Patagonia mm-hmm. social media manager or a programmer at a startup or a yeah. partner at a law firm. Like, it's... I think that was, that's another thing that I just related to where it's like, I felt really stressed out about that. And Mm -hmm. like, and I think that is that, that encapsulates, I think a lot of people, not all of our people, it's a very subsect people, but definitely Mm -hmm. the people that I associate a lot with. Yeah. And I think that is like rooted in privilege. Yeah. Uh, And we've had like a previous conversation about this, but the fact that we get to pursue our passions is like so new for like at least my family being yeah. like first generation Mexican American. Uh, my parents immigrated here and they essentially had to take any and every job they could uh, just to be able to provide for us. Um, so yeah, I and I and I also fall under that privilege now that. And think I think on top of just like this in overall anxiety of being a millennial. Yeah. I think for us who like want to pursue like a creative field, there's even more like an added weight. Right. I think because and yeah, it's harder. Yeah. In that field, it's it's hard in general to get a job nowadays. Yeah. But I think for the most part, there are these kind of clear steps for like more traditional uh, professions, but like for like creative people you can do all these things and still like, it is a matter of luck. It is a matter of like talent. It's a matter of like, uh, it's just like so tricky. I don't think there's like a clear path. Um, well then, I mean, now I feel like I'm like attacking you, but then it's like, if, if you're saying there's no clear path and that it's like a matter of luck, then it's like, then it is kind of that idea that you're like constantly working really, really hard and then maybe it won't work 
out. Um, but she's saying that, like, we mm-hmm. work... We, what she's saying in the article where it's, like, we work and we work and we work and, like, we make these investments. Mm-hmm. Like, we go to grad school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, we get into debt. Mm-hmm. And then we... And now, now maybe because she's an older millennial, right? Yeah. And she's, like, late 30s. We're obviously early 20s. That's, like, another thing. I didn't even realize that just how self-centered i am that there are millennials who are like as old as 38 because oh, yeah. i think it was like 22 to 38 and we're very yeah. much at the tail we're, end of that. oh yeah so and some, like, some huh. would maybe put us in gen z yeah the but, horror. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry keep going um uh, just yeah. that like um and but that's what she's saying is that like these older millennials mm-hmm. like maybe made these investments yeah. like maybe my sister who's at the both of my sisters are who are almost 30 like mm-hmm. they both went to grad school and are both on these like specific yeah. like paths but she's saying like well what if you made all these investments financial Mm -hmm. and otherwise and then it's just still not working out or you're not as fulfilled as you thought you would be um i guess i was more so of uh i don't fully like i because i also do feel the pressure like to optimize like all my time time. to all my free time to being creative or at least experiencing like new things in order to fuel my creativity. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So yeah, I guess like to say it's only a matter of luck is not like a statement. I really want to stand behind. Yeah. However, I do think it, it's not only a matter of luck, but I think luck plays Plays a role, but no, yeah, I think, um, so sorry. (laughs) Well, no, I know. I feel like I, I feel so like, attacking no, you now but, but no but that's what i'm saying where it's like yeah. i feel that exact same way where it's like optimizing time where mm-hmm. it's like okay i'm either going to be working during this time but mm-hmm. if i'm not working then it's like okay either i'm hanging out with friends because yeah. obviously i value my friends or i'm like going for a run although i guess mm-hmm. that's like th- that's like stress release and that's yeah. and or i'm using that time to like read a book which will be which is good that's like mm-hmm. an investment in myself and and maybe an investment in like my career or you know mm. like I want to write a book so yeah it is an investment in like how I tell stories and mm. all of that but and I think what she's arguing is like what about um what about like time that's just not used yeah. for anything and I and and I think what's interesting and we may talk on this we didn't we talked didn't mm. talk about it before how there were so many reactions to this and I think one yeah. of the articles I sent you was um it's like this is what millennial burnout looks like for a black woman yeah and she I really like there's a quote in that that it might be hard to find where she was just like just let me have my like binge my Netflix binge mm-hmm. days or something like that and I was like well I you know I yeah. get that as well where it's like you know it doesn't mean that we're not wasting some time yeah. in a good way or a bad way but it is like but you were it's also just, yeah. talking about, like, your Netflix binge time and how you yeah. felt like you had to, like, optimize oh, yeah. that time to watch, like, the most relevant things Instead so of you could Frasier. contribute to these conversations. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, like, leisure time... Is even optimized. Yeah. yeah. See, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like we're, what's so funny is we are, like, having this conversation and I feel like we're proving her point. Oh, yeah. But I think maybe what we can add or what is what we were kind of trying mm-hmm. to investigate was, like... Is it necessarily a bad thing? Is all yeah. this optimization and time optimization a bad thing? Yeah, because I feel like a lot of negativity is, like, attached to, like... Or the language she uses, I think, is, like, oh, negative. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. And, and she is... I think she is bringing it up as, yeah. like, a, a negative thing so we can be aware of it. Yeah. Like, it's, like, we can be aware of our time optimization mm-hmm. and our a possibility of burnout. Yeah. And, like, now that we're aware of it, what can mm-hmm. we, like, do with it? Yeah. But... Like we're aware of it, mm-hmm. we're clearly examples of it. Yeah. Is it? Do you? Is it bad? Um, I enjoy feeling productive. Okay. Um, I don't. 
the thing is, like, we've had a similar conversation. I really enjoy reading poetry. I really like writing poetry. I like watching, like, these foreign films. So, like, I think I am optimizing, like, my leisure and free time. Yeah. But they're all very enjoyable things. Like, I'm not yeah, dreading yeah. this time. But at the same time, I'm aware how all these things are beneficial to me. Yeah. Um, I do watch, like, trash TV sometimes, though, <laughs> that I know by, like, no means... Uh, is like helpful so yeah. that like i do but, occasionally but, give myself time to just yeah to just do whatever do whatever but see even but then it's like I, I guess we might be going down a rabbit hole yeah but then i'm thinking of like you know she's like this woman who wrote this article is like a culture reporter mm-hmm. well it's like isn't her job to know all about like culture yeah and so it's like even if she's watching quote-unquote trash tv mm-hmm. that's still part of like the pop culture okay like lexicon no, I mean, so even like, that the but, trashiest of the TV. trashiest TV. like just no there's yeah, like redeeming no, factor yeah. i'm trying to say yeah um but well yeah but i i guess i also am thinking in terms of or i agree with that i think also my like maybe not like mm-hmm. problem but it's and i described this to you the way, or I described this to you before mm-hmm. about how I view like writing and reading and kind of like, I guess what I would describe is more like productive leisure. Okay. I like the way I do running where it's like, I really enjoy mm-hmm. running, but it's just like that little push to get yeah. me to do it. And I think it's, it's also kind of interesting too. This is like, we're, we're having a conversation I don't think we intended oh, to have, but I, I like the conversation yeah. <laughs> we're having because now that I'm thinking about it, about like, oh, maybe I would consider like, all the YouTube I watch mm-hmm. to not be as productive, right? Because that's yeah. a completely different type of storytelling. Mm-hmm. But there's still a lot of the people that I watch on YouTube are so inspirational. Some of them I just watch, like, I'll be like, oh, my God, why am I watching this, like, ridiculous thing? But mm-hmm. then I'll realize there's, like, a smile on my face. And I'm like, yeah. well, all right, I, I guess I have to do it. But then all the other, like, creators that I watch are these really inspirational, like, literally have, like, this, like, view of life mm-hmm. and also, like, view of storytelling that is really different than the medium mm-hmm. that I really am much better at and like to mm-hmm. do, which is, like, writing. And so maybe that also yeah. is productive leisure. But now, I, I don't know. See, like, so we are constantly, constantly working. Yeah. However, I think if it is rewarding, then to me, I don't feel burned out. There. If it's yeah. rewarding, I feel encouraged and refreshed by it. Like, with, when I sit down... Mm-hmm. Um, to study like literature that I enjoy that to me is not I don't like like I'll do that before going to bed and I feel like so at ease and like relaxed and good I think when I'm working like my day job like at Starbucks (laughs) like nothing is rewarding about that at all and like it'll be eight hours of just like constant it's it's such a robotic thing like I shut down it's not rewarding I serve people who don't treat me with kindness yeah. um so that like i always walk out of work burned out but um i think that's interesting yeah. too because you're saying about how it's like you enjoy that it's like mm. during college like i always enjoyed studying mm. like my okay. like, dead week was like one of my favorite yeah. dead week was like the week that we had with no classes that was before mm. finals week and i always loved just sitting down with like mm. my notes and like reviewing it and like sometimes it was like hard obviously because yeah. it's studying and sometimes you get tired mm. but i always just really enjoyed it because like i loved what i like was learning and reading yeah. um, but I kind of like had to do it and I think where I got like lost is like once I because what I didn't realize or maybe mm. or what I didn't fully realize is in college not everyone likes studying most yeah. people hate studying I'm, and most people I'm one of those people yeah and most <laughs> people were like I feel like better or they were like more optimized mm-hmm. to like be like oh man I fucking hate school but like mm-hmm. oh I have to do it like I'll do it I'll do my job and then I'll graduate and then I'll get this job and what I really realized was like oh well no the thing I really liked was being a student and now I'm unsure if like what I want to do is like this normal job tra- trajectory mm-hmm. or career trajectory and that's 
that's where my whole like anxiety and depression basically came from. I wouldn't even say, I, I don't think I would call it burn out because mm-hmm. I think that's still kind of a and elusive the term. The definition and also, of that is just like to ruin one's health or become completely exhausted through like overwork. Oh yeah. You know, that is the, anyways. Definition. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah. And I think it's maybe work. Yeah, I I think there is some, like, value to how you're defining work, and there is work that is rewarding and Mm -hmm. meaningful, and I think what was maybe, I was doing work when I was, like, trying out different levels of work, I'm sure there was also a lot of factors in me personally, now I'm just talking about my personal, (laughs) and now I'm just talking about my personal experience, but... yeah, I think that is, I think maybe the crux of that is, like, the work has to be, like, rewarding, mm-hmm. and it's, like, if you, if the work isn't rewarding, mm-hmm. like, I think one of the, like, um, one of the anecdotes she gives is, like, this guy who just, like, who worked at a law firm or mm-hmm. something, who, like, woke up and just didn't walk into work that day and yeah. just, like, lost his job and never mm-hmm. went back, and so maybe, and I think she even makes the joke where it's, like, had this been a movie, he would have gone out and done this or whatever, yeah. but, um, I think there is something there that's, like, maybe it does seem like millennials are working all the time. Or we are working all the time. And, like, I think there is a side of it that is obviously bad. Because mm-hmm. it's when you're working on... If it's not fulfilling work... Yeah. I, I don't think necessarily... I don't think the idea of optimizing our time is necessarily bad. Even though, like, the little, like, Marxist in me mm-hmm. <laughs> does want to, like, like, go about... You know, have this, like, capitalist critique about how, like, the idea of just, like, working yeah. hard to pursue your dreams and, like, and, and not taking any, you know, like, working as hard as you can, optimizing all your time mm. is honestly just, like, a symptom of, like, this larger capitalist mindset. Yeah. I won't go into that here, mm. but it, <laughs> but I, I do think that's the side of it. But I think the other side of it is, like, you should work hard, mm. but it's, like, you should work hard at something that's rewarding, and, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is what came to my head. Yeah. But this is a, something that one of my favorite YouTubers, who is not someone that's, like, necessarily inspirational, sure. but is, his name's David Dobrik. I'm sure there are people who know him. He And he always said he's, like, he makes, like, um the best way to describe is, you know, Jackass? Mm-hmm. He basically makes, like, the YouTube version of okay. Jackass. Yeah. I really enjoy them. And the videos that he makes. And he was, like, he never worked hard until he, like, did these vlogs. And mm-hmm. he and he he always talks about how it's, like, his mom or people would just tell him to, like, work hard. But he's, like, but I never knew what to work hard mm-hmm. at. Once I found something that I actually wanted to work hard at, it became really easy. Yeah. And I, and I, and I, he said that multiple times. He has a podcast that mm-hmm. I listen to that he said that on. And I'm, like, that, that is true. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like. He's probably he probably, he probably didn't get good grades. He probably hated studying. Yeah. He I think he th- I think he thinks college is like a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Um and is like a you know, you suck is a money suck. But yeah. like he also found the thing that he likes working hard at and he's like done it. Mm-hmm. And so and I also think what's kind of I guess a sidebar is I think he might be experiencing burnout or creative okay. burnout. Yeah, that's yeah. like a thing. That's not mm-hmm. necessarily what she's talking about. Yeah. But yeah, but anyways, I yeah. So we've talked for 19 minutes about this topic yeah where do we feel like there's more to say i think so i mean like even when we were we thought it was funny that we were like optimizing our friendship you know like we are this is us optimizing our friendship right now like trying to get some sort of or gain like what are we? we had a conversation earlier but no yeah like and we were hanging out one day and then we like realized that we are brilliant no (laughs) like it would be valuable to record our conversations and 
so like what I was going to think is like, I think optimizing my time actually makes me more present. So ultimately, mm-hmm. I think that is good and rewarding. I will like write poetry, like I will optimize time yeah. situations uh, by writing poetry. But like in order to write poetry, like I have to be so present in the moment. So like earlier mm-hmm. I was at my grandpa's funeral and I was like writing like poetry about it but that just like kept me so deeply like grounded in what was happening at the funeral yeah Mm -hmm. okay and then like another thing my cousin was trying to secure a babysitting job at his funeral so it's like really funny not the same not the same oh I was gonna say though what what doesn't make it the same um like you writing poetry because I think I was present Oh, you, oh, I was, like, I so see. present in the moment and drawing inspiration from what was happening. What was happening. And your love her. for your grandfather. Yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. I guess, like, no, he, he was a great man. He was a great man. But, no, oh, and then that he? 90s. Right. Like, so, chill. so it's fine. Yeah, That's why. <laughs> like, what, what a celebra- celebration. What a celebration of life. Really, yeah. He almost, had a, he almost had a century there. Yeah, crazy. That's crazy, yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'd want to live for a century. Um, you know. <laughs> oh, Did you know? This is so off topic, but yes. it's a very fun fact. Fun fact. Time. People who are under, or sorry, people who are over a hundred years old are called super centaurians hmm. because they're like, they're like, they're the, which basically means like superhuman. Okay. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Going back. But you were optimizing your time, even at your father's funeral. A by writing poetry. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> grandfather's. <laughs> Ooh, uh, let's do some Hail Mary. So <laughs> knock on wood. Um, your grandfather, your your ninety year old grandfather's yeah. funeral. You were writing poetry, yeah. and you felt like you were optimizing. That was you felt like that was time optimization, mm-hmm. or maybe according to this article, that mm-hmm. would be time optimization. But you think that that's fine because it actually helped you like take in that moment and yeah. really fully feel process. and reflect and process what's Absolutely. going on. Yeah, and then you and even though like obviously you want to be a poet, and that mm-hmm. is like maybe like career you know like that's oh that's yeah like a career you're doing something for your career in that yeah. moment but then your cousin who cousin yeah. your cousin was like also trying to secure mm-hmm. some babysitting jobs yeah she's also just trying to like maybe not career but just trying to make hustle, some money hustle. You know? yeah. yeah yeah and and so you know is it really that different what you and your cousin were doing i guess yeah but yes like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but, uh, or, I, and I, I don't know, I guess that, like, kind of, like, speaks to this idea of, like, the mm-hmm. grind. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Which is just another example of, um, just another, like, example that millennials do work really hard. And mm-hmm. that we are all optimizing our time. And I think where we've landed mm-hmm. is, I think we've pretty much, not proven that this article is true. Yeah. But to some degree, have our lives do exemplify Mm -hmm. what she is saying is a defining quality of millennial of Mm -hmm. the millennial generation which is pretty astute considering she is 38 and we're in our early 20s and so i think we we kind of have said that like we 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 We, are this burnout generation but i don't think we would call it burnout generation yeah like Like, i don't think if we had to define it Mm -hmm. in maybe a more positive way like we can just spitball here. Yeah, let's see. Let's think. Let's yeah. Let's um, think. Like, is it like is it, oh? Because you were saying it's pursuing our passions. Pursuing our passions. Is that like are we twenty four seven always never stop? But it's like our millennials like the passion generation. Exactly. And yeah. I, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. Yes. Just going back to 
first of all, acknowledging our privilege. Yes. Our parents yeah, work totally. their asses off so we can have this, like, opportunity to pursue the things we we're passionate about. And I think, yeah, they instilled this, like, hardworking uh, spirit into us. And yeah. now we get to pursue our passions. And that is great. So, yeah, I think we both are in agreement with what um, she wrote. I just think... Or that it has, like, value. It has value. Yeah. And, and it did hit the nail on the head to some degree. Sure. Yeah. But I think we're self-aware enough to know, like, where the work is not rewarding, where it is, like, this dreadful obligation, and then where optimizing certain things brings us, is rewarding and, like, joyful and, like, good. So yeah. I growth think... Too. Growth, yeah. yeah. So I think... Yeah, we're I like that. Hard-working gals, and Truly. we... And we're just it's part of It's pretty positive. The, I think it's a great thing. Yeah. yeah. Right. We're just part of that, the passion generation. The passion generation. That sounds super yeah. um, uh, cheesy. But you know what no, I yeah. realized is like, sometimes cheesy is like good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, you know, it's it's nice. Yeah. Um, so I think that is a yeah. good way to sum it up. Our fi- It's a little short for no, our final but episode. We, yeah. But short, but you go quality over quantity. Exactly. And yeah, just, so this is the end. This is it. Like we this did is, 10 episodes. That's so good. High optimizing five. our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> for the win. Episodes. Uh, yeah. And before this, we were brainstorming so much. For season two. Yeah. So... Yeah. And I and I also just want to do a little shout out because I got yeah. very excited. We got our like first email yeah, from, from a, a listener. From uh, yeah, from not someone that we knew, from yeah. someone who actually just found us on Spotify and like sent their feedback. Yeah. Um, so thoughtful. His name his name is David, just yeah. his first name. And I do want to shout him out and say thank you for listening and yeah. for sending an email. It means so much to us. And so if you would like to send an email to us, the email is Other Listeners or Other more Listeners. From David, yeah. Yeah. Um is the twenty something podcast, mm-hmm. all spelled out with letters, no numerals. Mm-hmm. The twenty something podcast at gmail dot com, uh, and we'll have it in the episode description as well. And um, yeah, and thank feel you free for to also email us thoughts on what you thought about this, this article. article totally, like, did you agree? Did you find it relevant? Did, did you, you read the other articles that were like um, inspired yeah. by this one? Mm-hmm. Um, that were maybe a bit more like intersectional, if you yeah. will. Um, but yeah, oh, this the is best is yet to come guys. So I agree. Get yeah. pumped for season two. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for listening everyone. And we will we'll see, see you next, next time. Season. Yep. Bye. Bye.